Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning, everybody. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live on the air from the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River, which, again, is like everywhere because of the stupid rain we get. Yeah, we can't catch a break as far as the rain goes. Water's up, and it was really choppy out there the other day. I saw a lot of debris. Oh, how are you this morning, Trout? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? We are protected. If you're watching on Facebook Live, we have our mock covers protected with face masks. We're trying to uh, be, um, what? what would you call this? Proactive? Proactive, yes. We want to be proactive in our safety. We've covered all the microphones for everybody to come later. We don't want any more germs. Nope. <laughs> I tell you what, have you ever seen one thing that has wreaked so much havoc? No. <laughs> I have not. Not in not in my lifetime. Um it's Blue Cross sent six thousand people home to work. Um see Unum is the has sent virtually their entire campus home. Um, and so the ripple effect of that is, uh, is, is a lot of things. I mean, you're talking about all those restaurants, which you can't eat at anymore anyway. Uh, you can get takeout, but I mean, they have most, anything you talk about 9,000 people and that's just those two companies Yeah, out of the downtown market. That's a lot of people. Oh yeah. Most definitely. You got, um, yeah, I was telling you. I, when, when I picked you up this morning, this is only the third time I've driven this week. <laughs> just haven't had, haven't had to go anywhere. And you burn at least a tank a week. Oh yeah, so now we're affecting all the the gas stations. Uh, so it's 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 an amazing impact uh, that we're seeing. Well, maybe it can be, tur- be turned into a positive, and it'll introduce more people to the great outdoors. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. You were uh, you were actually on the radio last night. Uh, talking about that very thing and we'll get to that a little bit later today but uh, i thought you had some really good ideas and we're going to try to talk about some of that getting your kids out and how that uh how that will help and how that uh how you can tie it in also educationally educational and everything yeah it was it, you did a great job last night oh, i appreciate that. you were on sport talk and uh they have nothing else to talk about so they decided to get into fishing yeah they came <laughs> to the dark side they came to the real sports I was uh, I was honestly wondering what they were going to be doing with all this going on. Well, when you have a sports talk show and there's no sports, it's kind of hard to talk about. Yeah, I turned into ESPN the other day, and they went on for two hours about three players that gotten traded or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the news, that if that's the only news, you you go with what you got. I mean, it's oh, like it's crazy. Well, I mean, we've got I got a pretty good show prep going, but there's uh, I told you last night there's just not a lot out there uh, because people are being cautious and, and staying indoors, you know, and stuff like that. So not a lot of 
outdoor information either. There's a lot of people apparently awake. I mean, when's the last time we had a caller at 11 minutes into the show? Uh, it's a long time ago. I guess it's one of those positives. Hey, Keith, how are you? Uh, I'm all right, Tony. Uh, the uh, whole gas situation is not everybody's getting the memo, evidently, because I'm still out here working. <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't working. I'm just working from a different spot. Uh, well, now it's uh, I, there's a lot of and and that's you know that's another point uh, that you just made. There's a lot of people that don't have the luxury of sitting at home and working. And, exactly. Uh, and, and actually, yesterday when I was coming back, I had, my last load was in uh, uh, Rome, Georgia, and I I came back into Chattanooga and. It looked like nothing. I mean, it looked like no pandemic or nothing was going on because the split and everything was backed up all the way to the Georgia Welcome Center, and this is at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And most of them are out of state and uh, Canada license plates. So, right. you know, evidently everybody's still traveling and, and everybody's still going. Like I said, I've been – which. The price is it's got a lot to do with everything right now. Sure. So, uh, you know, I've I've been as busy as I've been in the last two months. Well, my uh, my son drives for Coca Cola, and he's been very busy as well. So, uh, there's a, yeah, there's there's a lot of people that are still out there making that economy hung, hum, and we appreciate uh, every guy doing that. And you know, they just they're not in a position where they can go home and sit behind their own desk. No, no. Oh, awesome. Lost, lost Keith. Appreciate him calling in. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm the college is closed as well. Yeah. Uh, graduation's been canceled. Uh, pinning ceremonies have been canceled. Midterm or uh, exit exams, yeah. all this other stuff has just been put on hold until we know more. And I think it's – I think a lot of people are apprehensive because it's the not knowing how long it's going to last. Uh, it's the apprehension of it all. And an easy way – like I said yesterday, to remove some of that apprehension, go outside and enjoy yourself. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, work from home, but go outside. Yep. And so we'll, uh, matter of fact, uh, the, the UV rays actually wreaks havoc on viral germs. Yes, it does. And I was in a debate. Of course, we can't get any UV. Yeah. I was all about the stupid to say. rain. Yeah. I was I was in a debate on Facebook whether fish slime is a uh, antiseptic or not, and I said it pretty much is, you know. And then I showed them my medical degree from uh, Facebook. <laughs> I've got one of those too. Yeah, <laughs> so that is we don't know that to be true. Tony Sanders outdoors is don't want to put out false news on <laughs> everybody's gonna be licking fish now or something. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, I, and and you know it's so funny. Uh, I, 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 we said last week. Assume everything is canceled. Just assume it's canceled. Right. And if it's not, then you're 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 good. So the Bassmaster Elite has been postponed again. This is the second time. First time for weather. Second time for COVID. Uh, now the CBA is still going on. Out of uh, Grasshopper, I believe, is where I read. Correct. Um. So that's still happening. Uh, other than that, everything else is done, right? <laughs> yeah, the uh, NRA National Annual Meeting in Nashville is canceled. Uh, pretty D, much. DU is postponed to April 25th? 
that's they're not sure on that date. So. Oh, that's right. No, 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 that's right. You're right. So they wanted to. It is postponed, and it will be we rescheduled. Will, it will be rescheduled, and we will get you that information when we get it. Uh, TWA is closing some offices. Yeah, they. Uh, what they've done is they've all the offices are open, but they're limiting the hours to eight to eleven. That came out yesterday. So the uh, the four regional offices and the um, the the headquarters in in Nashville uh, are limited to the public uh, till ele- at, from eight to eleven a.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, it's best to call if you have any questions. Uh, and talk to them or go on to their websites or their apps or anything like that. A lot of your questions could be answered there if you actually read the stuff. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> uh, two most common calls I've gotten this week is, no, we have not closed the outdoors. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I, I've gotten the questions. Oh, man. Have, have you guys shut down the outdoors? No, no, it's a little hard to do. Uh, the only hunt that has been canceled, uh, is the two turkey draw hunts at Oak Ridge that were not canceled by TWRA. All of you posters on Facebook that don't know what the heck you're talking about. The Department of Energy, the people in charge of the areas that, you know, they own it, uh, where we hunt up in Oak Ridge, pulled the plug. We didn't have any choice. It's not our property. Uh, it seems it seems to be the same people that will get really pissy because you step foot on their property don't understand when other people own property say, no, we're not going to do this. Yeah. It's really been kind of interesting. So that's the only hunts. The youth hunts are still go. Everything's still a go. Anything T- TWRA owns and manages, um, is still a go. Okay, the that's the only hunt that I'm aware of uh, that has been actually canceled, and that's the two Oak Ridge turkey hunts. So, get out in the woods, get out on the water, go go catch your groceries, fresh fish. My yeah, my son posted the other day. He went fishing the other night. Uh, he and a buddy of his and. He was like, eh, I didn't really have a whole lot of food in the freezer, and there wasn't a whole lot of food in the grocery store, so I went out and caught some fish. Mm-hmm. And he caught some really nice fish and uh, went home and cooked them. Isn't it amazing how that works? Yeah. Kind of weird that way. <laughs> you go out, you catch some fish, hey, you've got dinner or lunch or breakfast. Whatever. It's, you know, I can do fish for breakfast. I've done fish for breakfast. I the, love fish. You love seafood. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so there, there are fish out there to be caught. Richard posted, uh, Richard Sims posted some really great pictures where he was out fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, TWA uh, commission meetings are canceled henceforth until further notice. Is that correct as well? Yeah, we we canceled March for sure, which was next week. Uh, April is highly in doubt. And May, if it is still going on in May, um, it's my understanding there were some legislative things that were done to allow electronic public meetings. So uh, 
we're probably if if we come to that in May, which is a big meeting. That's the actual the season setting meeting for hunting. Right. Uh, if it comes to that, then we're going to d- we'll do that electronically. If we have to, we have to do that meeting. Uh, the March meeting is always a very light meeting, um, just because the the commission year ends on the twenty ninth or the the twenty eighth, the end of February, twenty eighth or twenty ninth of February. New one starts on March one, and so there's the March meeting is kind of a orientation, get to know what's going on kind of deal. Uh, every two years we have to do that, and so the March meeting is generally pretty light. April meeting is a little more meaty. May meeting is always meaty, so well, especially if you're setting seasons. So yeah, so that's a lot of work. Yeah. But you know, some days I curse technology, and some days I'm thankful for it. If y'all can have a meeting that is open to the public, if you have to in May, you can do it probably through a lot of these uses of technology. But right. some some days I curse it, and some days I love it. Yeah. So. All right, we'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, Whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. So do you think that was an overreach about it being corona-free? The old man <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if uh, the smell of, of uh, gunpowder is... Burnt uh, powder. Burnt powder is uh, uh, a natural... Uh, I'm lost the word now. Uh, antiseptic. I don't know. I don't know if that's an antiseptic or a bug repellent either. But I'm, uh, I'm assuming it would be a bug repellent. So. <laughs> hey, I want to give a shout out to somebody I hadn't mentioned in a little while, and that's our good friend Ben Byer. Uh, ben, all the time, and he did last night. Sticks out a post there. Hey, tomorrow morning, 5 a.m. Tune in to Tony Sanders Outdoors, and I love Ben's enthusiasm. He reminds me sometimes I need to post on Facebook. Yeah, and uh, but I appreciate Ben. Uh, so much he's um you know he's he's working through his his issues and and i appreciate him and uh, uh 
Ben, big shout out to you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing good, Ben. Um, went to the um, SCI banquet mm-hmm. last week, and you went to the Fala Fishing Film Tour. I did. How was that? It was, even with the issues and everything, we had probably about uh, 20, 22 people there. Uh, it was very, it was very not well attended, I'm going to say. It was, you know, 20 people, but we were expecting a lot more. But, you know, with everything that's going on, and this was before the total shutdown of everything. So um, it, the films were, honestly, I thought the films were not as good as the one in November. These films were, some of them were really good. There was, there was a couple that was really good. Some were just, eh. I mean, a lot better than I can do. I mean, here I am bashing the, their films, which are in high def and, you know, out in the middle of, you know, they're taking, they're lugging five, 600 pounds of camera equipment into God only knows where, you know, and here I am knocking their films saying, oh, it's not yeah. that good. What a critic. Yeah. Everybody's a critic. You no, know, I just didn't think a couple of the films were that good. Okay. But uh, it was fun. I uh, gave away a rod. Uh, forget the gentleman's name who won the rod, but uh, we had a rod giveaway and uh, lots of other great prizes. So it was it was a really it was a really fun evening. It was a fun evening. Well, I was at SCI while you were there, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a different event. It was less attended, people wise, but it seemed like the bidding was pretty good. Oh, good. There were some good deals to be had, especially going um, out of the country hunting to Africa or whatever. Man, there were some awesome deals that were people got. Uh but it just it was it was very I mean it was it was very good. It turned out very good for him and uh I ended up with um buying some some cool stuff that I'm not gonna talk about because they may end up as gifts later. <laughs> uh but you know it was a it was a good it was a good event. Good event. We honored uh, Ed Carter who came in uh and uh, who is retiring as the director of uh, TWRA mm-hmm. in uh, in May? So he came in. He actually been to Nebraska, came in, landed, got in his car, and drove to Chattanooga to attend our event. So wow, that was I, that was pretty nice. So I asked him. I said, I said, uh, I, said I thought I thought uh, Karen might be with you. <laughs> I haven't seen her yet. <laughs> <laughs> so he said when I got in she was going somewhere with our daughter so I just came home. Oh, makes sense. So he had a uh, he had a good time and uh, a lot of good money was raised. So there you go. Good deal. I don't know how much to you raised but we raised uh, we raised a couple hundred well several hundred dollars but uh we're going to use that for brook trout restoration good. once everything calms down so. Good. Um The, um, I was trying to think where I was going to go. My mind just went blank. Isn't that, isn't that sad? No, it's not sad. It happens to all of us. It happens to the best of us. And the worst of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what, there was something I was going to do. I was going to go to. Anyway, what the heck? What are you going to talk about? Uh, we got some idiots outside and we got some, uh, Dirty hippie news, and we've got some poaching pinheads. If you want to hit any of those, well, we can, and we need to do that this hour. Uh, matter of fact, now would be time to get hit some. Here's why: uh, in the six o'clock hour, we've got uh, some guests that will be calling in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Brewer, who runs the uh, 
wildlife outdoors um, program at Cleveland State is going to be calling in and talking about his program. And then all the way from New Mexico, uh, Daryl Radajak is going to be calling in. Daryl used to work for TWRA here. He went out, I think he's with U.S. Fish and Wildlife now. But he he and, and Robert did a program called SWAP. And I don't know what SWAP stands for, but basically it's where Robert takes some of his kids to New Mexico and Daryl brings kids from New Mexico to here and teaching them about the different ecologies and environments of the different areas of the country. And they won some national awards with this program. Mm-hmm. So uh, looking forward to having them on the on the phone with us uh, to talk. Uh, hopefully their their phones are covered with masks too and we're good. So now That's a great idea, bringing, getting to see a totally different ecology, especially like for those of us who have been out west, you know, you land in Billings, Montana, you get off the plane, and it, it's almost like totally alien to us, the, you know, the mountains, the lack of trees, the high prairie. We don't mm-hmm. have that here. They don't have our, you know, thick forests and right. stuff like that. So that's a really good exchange program. It is. All right. So we have some poaching pinheads. We do. Really? Yep. Uh, the Mississippi Department of Wildlife fisheries and parks officials say 14 people were involved in one of the worst poaching cases some conservation officers have ever seen in a case that stretched across five counties and 15 different properties state of mississippi uh in a press release said they arrested a group of alleged poker pokers pokers yeah the alleged pokers and poachers for nearly 280 different wildlife violations in 2019 Involving the illegal taking of turkeys, counting 100. Conservation officers investigated the group for approximately 11 months before the arrests were made. Now, see, I hope they throw the book at this person or persons. And the reason is, this is obviously a, a concerted effort to do whatever they were doing. Correct. So, let's let's get them. Uh, One guy, 68 violation, 25 years old. Mm-hmm. The biggest arrest appears to be a 39-year-old Kenneth Ray Britt of Wesson. He was charged with 142 wildlife violations. That's a lot. That is somebody that should lose their license and the privilege to hunt for ever. I, I agree with you on that one. Period. Uh, they say that this is the most blatant disregard of Mississippi's conservation laws that the agency has ever seen. And the primary purpose of the Mississippi Department of Wildlife and Fish is to detect and hold those persons accountable who jeopardize our rich hunting heritage by committing these lawless acts. There you go. Throw the book at them. I say throw the book at them, too. Now, the, the sad part is it's not the agency. It's now it goes to the judicial system. Yeah, where things can change. So, But I don't know how... I don't know how you can get out of 142 wildlife violations without one sticking. No, I mean, they'll stick, but yeah. the problem is, will they be really enforced? Yeah. So that's what we'll find out. I hope so. That's just, I just can't fathom that. All right. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. Shut up the dog, stare at the water. I'll say we hold on y'all. 
Boom, 12 gauge. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Welcome back Tony Sanders Outdoors. I'm just looking at your compass list going, need it, need it, got it, need it, need it, got it, got it, got it, got it, need it, need it. Hey, for all of you uh, hunters going out to socially distance yourself in the woods in Georgia, be careful. It is turkey opening in Georgia. Tennessee turkey opens in two weeks. Kids next week, I believe, and then the week after that is when the adults open up. So go be careful and socially distance yourself. You don't need to have somebody very close to you. You can get more than six feet away from the nearest hunter. Correct. All right. Uh, you were on the air last night with Sport Talk, and I listened to it, and uh, you did an awesome job. Thank you, sir. And it was all about social distancing in the great outdoors. And uh, and it, and what the the premise of the 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 meeting or the the radio interview was, how to get your kids out. And I thought you had some really good ideas, and I wanted to do them here. I just I was I was impressed. Well, uh, thank you for the kind words on that. Social distancing in the great outdoors is what we need to do right now. You need to get outside because you are correct. UV light does kill germs, and if you're outside, you feel better anyway. I think uh, fishing facilitates self-sufficiency. Uh, your son is a perfect example. You're running low on food. You can go get food, and people forget that. Um, Nature, in my opinion, is better than Netflix, so get off the couch. Get outside. At le- if you don't want to fish, go for a walk. Go for a walk outside. Just get outside. Enjoy the outdoors. But specifically talking about fishing, anybody can learn to fish. And if you're fishing with your kids because you're now the homeschool teacher, it might be nice to get the kids outdoors as well. If you plan your trip with kids in mind, try and target easy species. Don't go out looking for big bass that are suspended. Go out, get some worms, get some wax worms, get some night crawlers, go t- or get some crickets, and go target some brim. 
you you can find them Chickamauga. Lots of the fishing piers around Chickamauga have a lot of access for if you don't have a boat, you can wade the banks. Keep it simple and keep it fun for the kids. Follow the rules. That was another one I I didn't get really to talk about on uh, Sport Talk, but follow the rules. If you, as a parent, are following the good fishing rules, then your kids will follow those good fishing rules. Always bring snacks and drinks and take breaks with the kids and bring your patience because you're probably going to need it. Make sure you got the appropriate clothing and always this is my trick. Always try and cut the fishing just a little bit short so it leaves them wanting more. They want to go back. You know, it's like kids at the pool. Oh, do I have to get out now? Five more minutes? Make them feel that way about being out fishing. Uh, All right. So with with that kind of in mind, and, and what they were talking about yesterday, and I think is really, you know, we we know about the bass boats and the bass fishermen and all that stuff. This is... Fishing from the the banks, mm-hmm. from the piers. Uh, what is some of the what is some of the easy things you can do to to get to help the kids? You said make it fun, make it enjoyable. Right. What bait? Live bait. Go to Jacks and buy live bait. Live bait, crickets, wax worms, uh, night crawlers, something along those lines. Make it visual for them. Use a bobber. You know, make tell them they have to watch it. That teaches them patience. Um, on the way, walking in, this was one of the things I suggested. When, if you're walking into a place, look for animal tracks. Look for, look, look for animals. Say, how many birds are we going to see today? What kind of birds? Well, what kind of bird is that? You know, say, hey, why don't we look it up when we get home? Uh, one of the uh, educational things that I wanted to talk about was you can teach the kids environmental science. See, these are smaller fish, and there are bigger fish that eat these smaller fish. You can teach them ecology, biology, hydrology. Give them nightmares. Do what? You're gonna give them nightmares. <laughs> Jaws. Yeah, da, 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 da. Ecology. You can teach them uh, entomology, right. biology, botany. You can, you can teach them everything. Now, here's the educational portion. Have little kids go home and draw a picture of their day. Have them, you know, draw a picture. So, you know that enhances the creative aspect of it if your kids a little bit older have them get on the internet and look up the fish species and write down five facts or maybe start like a, a booklet where they write down five facts about this fish and then you know that might get them interested in fit other fish so have them write down five facts keep a little biology notebook with pictures maybe well, i was going to say we all have our phones with us typically mm-hmm. uh, and i know we're kind of trying to un unconnect but, I mean, great thing with to do with your phone is take pictures of the fish you're catching so they can go back and look them up later. Or, or like you said, keep a notebook of what they they found and discovered. And, I mean, if you're bank fishing, there's going to be tracks. There's going to be you know, raccoon tracks, possum tracks, muskrat, a lot of other, maybe some deer tracks down, depending on where you go. Look so what at the if track. You what if you don't know all this stuff? There, is, there are actually apps. There's a track app if you it's online i think it's free you you look at it and it shows you what a deer hoof looks like it shows you that raccoons have the the thumb uh the, not the opposable thumb but the thumb off to the side whereas a possum it's more forward and it shows the walking pattern of said animal and there's lots of apps you can look at that you can do that and teach your kids about the out of outdoors because they're not going to get that biology lesson in school I mean, a hands-on biology lesson. They're not going to get that. And you can offer that to your kids right now and teach them good things. And 
here's the one thing I didn't get to say yesterday. If you see trash, take it out with you. Pick it up and take it out. That sets a great example for the kids not to just throw things out, and you're setting an example for your children. So, Or maybe have the kids write a report on the trash they saw and what they could do about it. And about how people were careless for doing that. Exactly, exactly. Uh, a couple of safety things. And, 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 and let, me, let me say this, too. I think that's a great point, Rob. We're all environmentalists. I think outdoors people especially are very much environmentalists, not in the negative connotations that we use on this show a lot, okay, uh, because we like to make fun of some of the environmentalists because of what they do. But you, everybody should be digging in and being environmentalists. I agree. And I think that term, we do use it disparagingly <laughs> on occasion, but to be a hunter or an angler, you have to know more about the environment. And we know probably more than most environmentalists know about the environment. Absolutely. Uh, just a few quick safety things. If your kids are near the water, put a PFD on them, please. Yeah. Uh, file a float plan. I say float plan or a trip plan. If you're leaving, let somebody know where you're going to be and about how long you're going to be. Use barbless hooks if you can, which would limit the number of trips to the emergency room. And uh, <laughs> if you are taking the kids out on a boat, have some clearly defined rules. If the deck is slick, tell them, look, do not jump up and down or run back and forth. Don't slip, you know, because you can slip off. Set some defined rules, safety rules. Right. And uh, other than that, Get them outdoors and show them the great outdoors. All right. Let's go to Beaver Man real quick. Got to go quick, man. You know the, you know how it works. Kind of, sort of. The uh, yeah, You know, I don't know if I like fishing with you, Rob. You got so many rules and all this stuff you got to follow. And I mean, I'm, I'm all for picking up garbage. But, yeah, I have a little bit different technique of, for teaching kids. It's like, let them go do it. If they screw up and get hurt, be like, eh, bet you won't do that again. Huh. Well, that's one way. So, anyway, but, yeah, that, it was fun listening to you on Sport Talk yesterday. Who was that dumbass redneck that called in and harassed you? Uh, I'm not real sure who that was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's all kind of crazies out there. You there just are. you got to be prepared. We're just used to that, you know, you know, drunk and crazy early in the morning. We're not used to it in the afternoon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, good deal, All gentlemen. Right. Well, I'm uh, going to do some work today, I think, and possibly try to go shoot a turkey in the face this afternoon in Georgia. Good deal. That's what I like to do with turkeys. All right. Well, we got to go pay the bill, man. All right, gentlemen. See you. See you, Beaver Man. All right. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. I'm on a first-name basis at the tackle shop. Sportsman's Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back, Tony Sanders Outdoors. Normally, this is the point where we do the calendar. Oh, I can do the calendar. Here. Calendar of events, the end. 
Any questions? Everything is canceled. Yeah, and I called and verified this one. Your favorite one. My favorite one. My favorite one. The uh, New Salem Baptist Sportsman Sish Fry, which is scheduled for tonight, has been canceled. Um, so there you go. Darn it. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, Chester Frost Boat Ramp is open for general use. To my understanding, yes. But it is not open for gatherings. Such as fishing tournaments. Fishing tournaments. Correct. Because uh, I saw an article um, that said that the um, CBA was going out of Grasshopper because they were a little ticked that Hamilton County had closed down the, the bass thing. Um, so... If something's closed, folks, there's not much we can do about it right now. So just deal with it. It's it's tough. I mean, there's a lot of things that are like this. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of people are a lot of people are hurt. So anyway, uh, there's what else? I got just got a note from uh, Travis Palmer. Teleco River Clean Up was a huge success. Oh yeah, they had a lot of people. Did they really? I think they had around two hundred. The cleanup. It it was apparently really really good out there. I I saw some photos and well I know they had over two hundred because Steve said he had two hundred t-shirts and he ran out. That's awesome. Oh yeah, that's people giving back. That's trout. That's what TU does. That's that's what all conservation groups do. But TU they really do get out there and clean up. And I don't know how how much tonnage they took out this year, but they usually take out uh, several tr- literal truckloads. Really? Oh yeah, every year. Why is there so much trash in there? A bunch of pigs? Because people are... <laughs> okay. You can't say that. <laughs> Good thing that you have the, the mock cover on. Yeah. So, uh, no, I, I was I was very surprised, and I think that's awesome. Uh, they've got a Hiawassee cleanup, too, coming up that you can social distance yourself from people as well. Uh, ah, yeah. Uh, Teleco River cleanup, 200 people, and uh, Travis says, remember to take a kid fishing. So there you go. That's there great. You go. All right. Man, I can't wait for this next hour. Looking forward to speaking with uh, Robert Brewer and uh, Daryl Ratajak about uh, what's going on, but Robert's program, and uh, he's already called in, so he's he's on hold, ready to go. He's ready to go, I guess, because he's going to have to drive all the way down here. Yeah. Social distance, he's 100 miles away. <laughs> I think that's safe enough. That's good enough? All right. Yeah, I good. think that's safe enough. All right. Anything else we need to cover in this hour? When we come back, we are going to be talking about uh, the wildlife program up at Cleveland State, uh, as well as the SWAT program and anything else that uh, these gentlemen who are dedicated and giving back to the outdoors want to talk about. So, When we get, uh, just on the calendar, when we do get uh, dates of rescheduling or postponement dates, we will bring them to you as we get them. So, Oh, and... And I saw yesterday, Sportsman's Warehouse, their hours right now are 10 to 6. I went by at 6.15. I was going to buy some ammo, and I couldn't. Uh, that's seven days a week. But the thing that it was interesting is they were in there cleaning. So there you go. We'll be right back. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors.
tighten your life vests, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Welcome back. Hour number two. Tony Sanders Outdoors, glad to have you with us. Now, I've kind of been looking forward to this. Had a lot of experience with this next gentleman, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, we're going to bring on the line here. This is uh, Robert Brewer. Let me push the button. Hey, Robert, how are you doing? Good morning. How are you? Good. Robert is the... okay? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Robert is the... Uh, if you're listening to your radio, Robert, you will need to turn that down and just listen to the phone part. Uh, there is a delay. Uh, Robert is the assistant, no, associate professor of forestry, wildlife, and fisheries emphasis at Cleveland State Community College, just right up the road from Cleveland, Tennessee. And, uh, Robert, everything going well for you? Everything's going good. I'm, I'm actually on the road hurdling your way. I've got to do some meetings down there today and uh, get some research projects set up for my students. The uh, I, I'm surprised anybody's meeting anymore. <laughs> well, I have a very, very good supporter. We're going to meet and stay the proper distance apart and talk about <laughs> some things to do on some private property. And I can't quit working. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I've, I've been laughing because I think you and I are both working at home. And um, the other the other morning, uh, you were or the other day, you were showing pictures of your dog not quite figuring out exactly what's going on, and then. Uh, my dog kept coming into my office while I was working, and I, I kept ignoring him. And when I got to st- when I started to stand up, I had seven toys laying around my feet. <laughs> I, I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> uh, so, tell us a little bit about your program because I think it's a wonderful program, and uh, we're going to have uh, someone that you work with out of. Is Daryl out of New Mexico? Is that right? Daryl is in New Mexico, yeah. yes, sir. So we're going to talk to Daryl in uh, about 20 minutes about what's going on with the SWAT program. But tell us a little bit about your Cleveland State program. Okay. Well, uh, as, you, as you probably know, I'm a wildlife biologist. I went to UT, went through their system. But uh, when I started at Cleveland State, we didn't have anything to do with that, but I'd have students come to me and say, hey, I want to be a game board or I want to be a wildlife biologist. And we really couldn't do much for them other than get their gen ed and send them on. So over time, I started developing individual classes, and now we have the only two-year forestry wildlife program in the state of Tennessee. That's a transfer program. Um, it's just grown. It just took off. The, um, what, 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 what do they learn? You said it's a transfer program, so that allows them to transfer to another university to finish up and get their four-year degree. Is that right? Yes, sir. Uh, we have articulation agreements with uh, University of Tennessee Martin, articulation with uh, uh, University of Tennessee Knoxville. Our classes articulate Tennessee Tech, and it's even Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College will send our students and take all their classes and give them in-state tuition. That is uh, that's amazing, and and for people not in the education world, uh, that is a tremendous. Uh, 
success for these students to be able to transfer like that and 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 get credit for what they've done Well, uh, got a quick question. What courses specifically to the wildlife, what makes the emphasis forestry, fisheries, what makes that emphasis specific? Okay. So those specific courses include dendrology, study of trees, conservation, introduction to forestry, wildlife, and fisheries, which is a field-based course, which I'm trying to teach from home right now. Uh, but uh, in that, they learn a little bit about all of it, and they go out into the field, they work with professionals to do it. In college, general ecology, flora and fauna of the southern Appalachians, which is, uh, I make them learn all their, everything but trees, all their fish, their amphibians, their mammals, invasive plants, things like that. Those classes are the crux of the major itself, and we also teach wildlife law enforcement, which is not required if but it is required at Tennessee Tech. I have a wildlife officer teach that for me. That, um, and, and kudos to your kids. They, um, uh, they've been out and helped uh, with the, the warrior hunt, where they actually yep. come out and work with some of our biologists and help process the deer that are shot by the, uh, the men and women that we bring in those hunts. Uh, they've, I've been with them when they, they're doing the studies out at the, um, Enterprise Park where they'll come out there and again, working with Ben Layton and the other biologists from TWRA, you guys are working with them and it's what a great opportunity for your students to learn what really happens on the ground with these biologists that are out there trying to figure out what's best for our wildlife. Well, here's what really sets us apart, Tony. Uh, a lot of colleges can offer courses. Very few of them can offer field experience. And when my students leave me, they have more field experience in their pocket than any junior at any university anywhere. I can promise them that. That's tremendous. That, I mean, that that is great. Uh, I mean, yeah. when you're talking about all the opportunities that uh, are out there, but so few take advantage of it and and you really get the kids out there involved i keep saying kids the young people i need to be i keep forgetting i'm getting old uh but the young people are are, are hands-on and i think that and i've met i don't know how many of your students i've met uh but they are they are tremendously well-balanced young people uh going through the educational process they're, they're hard workers what they are they're, they're willing to try it even if they've never done it before, put your nose to the grindstone and get the work done. That's what we do. Now, what is your, what's your ideal target from a, a student perspective, Robert? My ideal target, I want somebody that understands this field. Uh, this reality is a very small field. We're, we're a real small family. We, once you make connections, it lasts for life. There's not a lot of it to be made. Uh, I want them to understand that, and I want them to understand that every day they go out and doing something, they're interviewing for their future job. Right. Other than that, a will is it's a willingness to try. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Um, okay. Age-wise, is, is do you have what's some of your what's what's your oldest student? How's that? Uh, I've had students in their forties. Okay. I have now. I explained to them, you're not going to be a wildlife officer. 
if you are, then you're going to have mandatory retirement before you reach retirement age. So maybe there's another aspect of this field that, that you would want to pursue. And there's a lot of aspects. I've got I've got students doing former students working utility districts, uh, working at fish hatcheries, working for the wildlife agency, working for the Tennessee Division of Forestry, working for USDA APHIS, uh, going to graduate school. I've got them all over the country, Florida to Alaska, Maryland. Uh, Arizona, they've gone everywhere. You know, and you brought up a good point, uh, Robert, that I honestly did not think about because to me, before I joined the commission, all I thought in TWRA was wildlife officers. And that's actually a very small part of what TWRA does. I mean, from a number of employees standpoint, you were talking about 200 out of 700 employees. The rest are a lot of biologists, a lot of uh, people doing studies out in the field, uh, creel clerks. I mean, there's all kinds of yep. opportunities in a wildlife agency that has nothing to do with law enforcement. Absolutely. And uh, the agency is not the only option. Uh, the state wildlife agency is not the only option. Got, right. Uh, state parks, Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation. You've got private industry. I've got a former student that does private land consulting out of Atlanta. Right. Uh, you know, you've got the U.S. Forest Service, Tennessee Division of Forestry, uh, USDA, APHIS, all these different agencies hiring wildlife biologists, and there are jobs out there. I have one that just took a job at Camp Crook, South Dakota. Have you ever heard of that place? I know. I've heard of South Dakota. <laughs> okay. Camp Crook, Camp Crook has a population of 60, and the town is smaller than the Cleveland State Campus. But he's a fuels tech with a wild with a forest service out there now. That is awesome. I wish yeah. I was, you know, thirty years younger and and had gone a different route because this sounds like it would be a a great opportunity. We we try to have fun. And you've got a tremendous supporter in Greg Vital, I believe. He uh, he has worn me out to get you on the radio. And I said, Greg, I know Robert. I'll get him on there. It's not like I'm ignoring him. <laughs> That, that's actually who I'm going to meet this morning. <laughs> that's Greg funny. has been my, my champion. Greg, Greg has been fantastic. He has been so helpful to me. Uh, I'm actually going down to meet with him this morning. He's done a great job of connecting these pieces of property over one part of Hamilton County. Right. Big conservation work. But he has no idea what's on it. And. I have the ability to get people to find out what's on it, what can be done to it, let's restore some of these habitats and things like that, and do it on various properties this past. So I'm actually headed down to meet him this morning. That's where I'm going. <laughs> well, well, be sure and tell him I said hello then. <laughs> and, I will. And that I'll you were on the show because I, I don't want him mad at me thinking I won't let you on the show. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. He's not. Now, is, is this the only community college in the state of Tennessee that offers this? Absolutely. We are the only one. And let me go on to say that. As far as I know, we're the only one in the nation that offers a transfer program to get it. Some other states have two-year wildlife programs, forestry wildlife programs, but they are uh, AAS, their technical degree. They don't get their 10 eds. Right. And uh, so as far as I know, I know for a fact we're the only one in Tennessee. As far as I know... We may be there. May be one other in the country to offer transfer program. Well, and and for people that 
don't have kids in school or, or grandkids coming up, the beauty of that is, is uh, I believe Governor Haslam made the first two years of education free for Tennessee's residents. So uh, if they don't have anybody does not have a degree can come to us for two years for no tuition. And, you know, that I love that legislation. We had the Tennessee Promise. Now uh, we've got the Adult Promise, all those programs and everything. But it was still costing students a lot of money in books. Right. So I've actually, in my courses, and uh, across Cleveland State, a lot of we've cut those costs tremendously. Uh, I've gone to cheaper books that's online, and I've gone to professional manuals in my wildlife classes, which are a lot cheaper than a textbook. And then we've also made some uh, deals with the publishers where they get the online access as part of their tuition. So they don't have to pay that out of money. That's awesome. It really is cheap. Robert, we're going to put you on hold. We're going to pay a few bills. We're going to get Daryl on the phone, and uh, then we're going to talk a little bit about your SWAT program, which I think is a tremendous opportunity for young people as well. So does that work for you? That works for me. All right. We'll be right back to you in just a second. Uh-oh. I dropped him. Robert, call back. <laughs> Wrong button. Buttons are not toys. That's what Buttons you said. are not toys. Yeah, I can't believe I killed him. Sorry about that. Daggum. All right. <laughs> We'll be right back. Leaves are turning. There's a chill in the air. Campfires are burning. Of hunting in our veins. Talking about what might happen on opening day. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, for your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with the financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Babies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results and so will you. Babies has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. First, I need to apologize to Robert for hanging up on you. Um... Rob tells me all the time that uh, uh, buttons are not toys. <laughs> so, all right, and Jess, have we got Daryl up? We're, we're yes, bring- we do. Daryl, are you there? I am here. All right, this is Daryl Ratajak, who is up. Now, are you two or three hours behind us? I'm only two hours behind. Oh, okay. Oh, man, this is not too bad, then. It's, it's 430 in the morning. That's easy. I still got up. I still got up at three to start listening. I know. I appreciate that. Uh, Daryl, and and I was trying, you're with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife now, is that correct? Uh, U.S. Forest Service. U.S. Forest Service, okay. Uh, I, I've got one message for you before we get started, okay? 
Okay. Uh, Senator Mike Bell said that he saw a Black Panther just a few minutes ago <laughs> and does not understand why you will not recognize it in Tennessee. Well, you guys, I'm not even going to go there. I, I fight this fight all the time. I know you do, and, and I, get, I get tickled. So uh, I've got you on here because you joined up with Robert. We've been talking about his program, and I know you've been listening. But you joined up with him uh, a few years ago from the standpoint of developing a program for youth, correct? Correct. And I've, uh, I've got... Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say it, it's a SWAT program, and I don't have any idea what SWAT stands for, but I want you guys to talk about what you have done because it's been nationally recognized for what you're doing for the young people in this program. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give I'll give Robert a ton of credit. SWAP stands for the Student Wildlands Adventure Program, and I'll tell you why we, we chose that name. But literally, I, I was in Tennessee for most of my career, and then 20, late 2015, I moved out to New Mexico. I, I jumped ship from TWRA and started working for the Forest Service. As a young child, I always dreamed about living and working out west. And after I came out here, um, it, it just blows you. If you've never been out west, the landscapes, the wildlife, everything is just awe-inspiring. And so I was kind of piddling around in my forest, and I was really good friends with Robert. And so every once in a while, I would see something amazing, like a giant herd of 200 elk or just some amazing landscapes. And I would, I would always tease Robert. I'd send him pictures and and one day I just told him, I said, man, we got to figure out how to get you and all your wildlife students out here. And to his credit, I, I sat there and I read a text and he just wrote back and he said, let's do it. And then he started working with Cleveland State Community College, Greg Vital. They scraped up enough money about three years ago, four years ago, actually, and he called me. He's like, we're heading your way. I've got 14 students. We're coming out there. And at that point, I was like, oh, crap, what are we going to do now? And so we put together a program where we took his wildlife students from Tennessee and we showed them all these western ecosystems from alpine tundra down to um, pinyon juniper desert habitat. And it was the most amazing week of our lives. And right away, we said, this is a good thing. And I told him, I said, if you brought your students out here, I'm hoping to bring some students from the West over to the Appalachian Mountains. And he says, let's keep it going. And so we came up with that name. Uh, the, the acronym is SWAP because each year we kind of swap back and forth as far as uh, showing these, these amazing young students things that they would never, ever get to see. Robert, how, what has that meant to your students to be able to go out west? And because I agree with you, Daryl, uh, there's nothing like being out west and and seeing the everything is so different. Well, I told you last segment that students going to work in camp trucks, South Dakota. Right. He wanted to go back. He wanted to go back. I mean. What, I, what we try to explain to these students during this program is the problems are the same everywhere. What, what differs is the cultures surrounding those areas. And that's a huge part of this program is introducing those students to the different cultures in the areas. 
a lot of talent have international level programs. We don't need an international program. We can do that in the country in tons of different countries. Absolutely, it's uh, and and I think, Daryl, the what you, what what did your students think when they came back from the the East Coast? It it, it was it was amazing because when we we brought those students from the Southwest, you have to understand completely different area that we're coming from, arid, and we took them to we, we stayed literally in. Um, the YMCA right on, right outside of Cleveland. And obviously we had lots of rain, lots of wet, lots of heat and humidity. But one of the coolest things, I still get chills talking about this, the 16 students that I brought a few years ago, 11 of the 16 were from Native American communities, some of the Pueblos, some of the Navajo Nation, and they never get these opportunities. And one of the most amazing things that happened to us we we're, we're standing on the banks of the tennessee river uh over at uh um i'm forgetting where we're Hawassi. at Hawassi refuge. oh yeah near, near Hawassi refuge and um we saw this rainstorm coming in and you could see the the sheet of rain moving across the river and all the folks from the east the all the instructors all the students we had from from the east we all walked underneath this picnic shelter to get out of the rain and I look and all the students I brought were walking out from under the shelter to meet the rain and they were just standing underneath the rain as it was coming down I got an amazing picture of that as as these Native American students were just sitting there in the rain and they thought it was the most amazing thing they saw and I, I would imagine too for a lot of the Native American students being in the area were the Cherokee and the Trelateers and all that, that had to be pretty amazing to them as well. You know, irregardless of the, the scientific and the biological aspect of what you're doing, just that cultural aspect would have had to have been unbelievable. Well, the one thing that we are always instilling, both Robert and I, is wildlife management is one thing, but a bigger part of that is people management. And so whenever we do these swap events, the cultural aspect of knowing that people are part of that equation. They're, they're on the landscape with these animals, and we have to manage with them and for them. That is a huge part. So one of the days that we had planned, just like you said, we took the students to the Cherokee Memorial to say, hey, you have brethren over here that had very similar things that it doesn't matter where you are in the country, there's things we can relate to. And it, it, was, it was just a fantastic event for, for all of us involved. Gentlemen, if I can get you to hold on, I want to keep you on for one more segment, if I can, and talk a little bit about what you guys see in the future. Uh, I'm going to put you on hold. Unfortunately, we've got a, uh, some bills to pay, and uh, but if you can hang loose, and we'll get with you as soon as we come back. Does that work? Yep, works for me. Thank you. We'll be right back. I'm going to hit the hold button this time and not the drop button, Robert. And okay. uh, Jesse, you'll have to put uh, Daryl on hold. All right, Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. Had his whole life story mounted right there on the wall. There were ducks and bucks and smallmouths and a few old faded pictures and the same three cocky rednecks grinning. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? 
No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Let me get all the phones fired up here. Hit the right button this time. Yep, Robert, you back with me? All right, Daryl, you back? I'm here. Awesome. Uh, who we got on the phone here is Robert Brewer, who is the professor up at Cleveland State teaching uh, wildlife and forestry and fishing. And then we also have Daryl Radajak, who is a former TWRA person who is now out west with the U.S. Fish, no, I'm sorry, U.S. Forest Service. And uh, they've got a great program called SWAP. Now, you had a couple of questions you wanted to ask, Rob. Yeah, with the uh, the kind of the field experience, how does that look on someone's resume when they go f- apply for these jobs? Having the actual, rather than theoretical, they've actually got practical experience. That has to look a lot better on a resume for somebody, doesn't it? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. In our field, that's what matters. Uh, and I, I, I actually have an advisory board, and they're looking for particular skills that a lot of students may come to us with lot don't. And they could be that B C student with those skills and get the job over a straight A student that doesn't have the field experience is at utmost important. That makes a lot of sense in that case. Yeah. We uh I'll add to that too. Last year we logged about thirteen hundred volunteer hours to various agencies those students That is great. Get, getting those kids that kind of experience, and then they're so much better equipped for when they do apply for these positions, especially having this associate's degree behind them. That's going to make that so marketable. So, Absolutely. So how can, how, can these, uh, how can people help you guys? Okay. Well, let me jump in first, Daryl. Uh, if they want information about either of the programs, they can contact me. Uh, best way probably through email at R Brewer B R E W E R at ClevelandStateCC.edu, and I will send out any information they want. We also have Facebook pages. 
the Wildlife Society, or I'm sorry, Wildlife Society, State Student Chapter, and Student Wildlife Adventure Program. They can get information on both of those, contact us there as well. Daryl, you want to jump in with a swap information? Yeah, the one thing that absolutely amazes me, Tony, is how many people come out of the woodwork to support this. When you do things for wildlife, everyone jumps on board. When you do things for wildlife and under underserved kids, oh my gosh, it's just an amazing program. And everyone, everyone is willing to donate or volunteer, and it's fantastic. So if if they want to follow along, we we do have a Facebook page for the Student Wildlands Adventure Program. You can follow along there. We always set up little donation programs where they can donate directly. The, the thing that's so amazing is we became our own, very own 501c3 program. We used to have to umbrella with another agency, either the Cleveland State Community Foundation or when we came out here with the New Mexico Wildlife Federation. But now we are our own entity. So people donating to this program as a tax-exempt donation um, and every single penny is going to go towards providing these kids these experiences that, that they typically would never, ever have. And the beauty of that, too, is with you being a 501c3 now, um, a lot of companies will match contributions of their employees. So if I write you a check, my company will match it 100% up to, you know, whatever their limits are. So that would be something that, that you know, now that you're a 501c3, that will help you guys as well. Yeah, that's good. Um, talking about matches, I, I've got to give a, a huge shout out to Rick Bible. He saved us last year, and uh, he said, "Watch your budget." And I told him, "He said, here's half. I'll match the other half. You raise half, I'll match the other half." And he saved us, and that that was huge. Oh, you're not kidding, Robert. Uh, and a lot of people don't realize what all Greg does, but the one thing that I've enjoyed about Greg is is seeing his passion for the uh, the wildlife and the conservation and the environment and uh, buying you know millions of dollars worth of land and then turn around and uh, convert it to a conservation uh, piece of property that that is building habitat and like you said in your case teaching your students or giving your students a live classroom where they can go out and work uh, we've only got we've only got about four minutes, guys, and and so Daryl, since you got up so early, I'll I'll kick it off to give you a couple of minutes, and Robert, I'll turn it over to you to to wrap up this if that works for you guys. That works. So, say anything you want, Daryl. The mic is yours, buddy. Okay. No, I just I, I think the only thing I'm going to chime in here is I've got to thank everyone that has gotten us to this point. And I mentioned all the, those little individual people that donate to the program. They think this is a wonderful thing. But I, I have to give a huge shout-out to all the other agencies we work with. When, when we started this program, um, Robert and I were just two, two guys with a crazy idea. And we had the U.S. Forest Service. We had the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, New Mexico Wildlife Resources Agency, um, the the federation in in New Mexico, all these different groups came together, and not just supported us, but donated time and personnel. When we take these students on field trips, they're led by 
U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service people, Forest Service people, um, people from wildlife agencies. So these students are not only learning on their experience, they're making those connections. And those are the things that, that truly benefit those students in the long run as far as getting positions. So they're, they're meeting potential employers. And without the support of those other state and federal agencies and those NGOs, those non-government organizations, uh, we, we couldn't put on such a good program that we have. And, and it's truly because of them that SWAP has been so successful. Super. Robert? Well, uh, like Daryl said, we have a lot of people to thank for it. Uh, we couldn't do it without our partners. We can't. We could not do this alone. And we cannot do it without all the donors. We do get a lot of uh, smaller donors. Uh, and this year, we are facing clients. We are in desperate need of donations again this year. So we make the trip after July. We're drinking Arizona, Mexico, and Texas, Tennessee in July. And we need the we need funds to get up here into housing. Where, where can uh, where can they reach you guys to make those donations? I know you mentioned Daryl Facebook. Um, yes, we we I, in fact I, because of your show, Tony, I'll I'll put up a new post on there. So people can donate directly. Um, there, there's some older posts, but I'll bring it to the top so people know exactly how to help our program. Awesome, Robert. Thank you so much, yep. man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this. I'm glad we were able to do this. I wished uh, uh, we hadn't had to do it all by phone, uh, and maybe we can re- revisit this again after this Corona stuff goes away, and we can kind of allow guests back in the studio. Daryl, uh, you probably don't want to get up and, and, and drive into uh, the radio station, but that's okay. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't mind the phone calls. Anytime you want to talk Western hunting, just give me a shout. Super. Uh, Daryl, I appreciate that so much. All right. All right, gentlemen, thank right. you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, there you go. Uh, what, a, what a great conversation oh, with, yeah. with Daryl Ratajak and, uh, and Robert Brewer. And I love this swap program. That's a great when idea. When I first heard about it, it was it was pretty awesome. All right, we're going to go pay the bills, and when we come back, uh, we'll wrap up this show. COVID nineteen dash two. We'll be right back. Leaves are turning. There's a chill in the air. Campfires are burning. We're gathered round in chairs. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. 
then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Got a note from one of our good listeners, David Wright. You know him as truck driver Dave. Says he's going to bring some biscuits. Leave them on our car hood for social distancing. Hey, for good biscuits, I'll spray Lysol in the path. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. I uh, also got another great Facebook message from uh, Charles Castile. Another great free app to teach kids about plants in the outdoors while they are out hunting or fishing is Picture This. The app, Picture This. Just take a picture with your phone of a leaf or a bloom, and it will give you all the information about the plant or tree. So that's another great way if you're getting your kids out uh, from homeschooling and teaching them biology outside. I need that app because I know I can identify two tree species, living and dead. And sometimes I'm not real sure on the dead. It may just be dormant. But well, You know what the other beauty is, right? I need to wipe my butt. <laughs> Don't use this leaf. What? Poison sumac? What? 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 No. No. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, goodness gracious. Life is good. Oh, yeah. I hope everybody has enjoyed our... Um, Mike mask that we've used today, and uh, and our <laughs> we've kind of had fun with that. Oh yeah, so we'll leave them up for anybody that wants it. Well, ho- hopefully they will. Hopefully it'll bring a little laughter to somebody if they see it on Facebook. So you know, trying to keep it light. So and I do want to thank uh, Daryl Ryderjack and Robert Brewer for spending the hour with us talking about their outstanding SWAT program as well as Robert's. Uh, one of the only one of the only ones in the country uh, transfer programs in wildlife, uh, which in forestry, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a great opportunity! And again, you don't have to be a wildlife officer. There's a lot of things you can do. Oh yeah, Technici- lots of things you can do. Technicians, biologists, all kinds of other stuff. This is normally the part where we do the calendar. Well, there is not one, so don't worry about it. Well, I do need to say uh, okay. the my favorite event was canceled tonight, so that one was actually scheduled for tonight, and they have tried to get the word out. The New Salem Baptist Sportsman's Fish Fry in Saudi Daisy is canceled. That is one of your favorites. I love that one. I love fish fries, and and that one's always fun, and uh, last year's speaker was really good. And I'm assuming they're going to probably reschedule that or try to. I'm assuming they're going to reschedule it, but tonight it is canceled. Don't bother going. Um, and pretty much everything else is canceled. 
there you or go. postponed. Or and, postponed, yeah. And when you do get dates uh, on your events, and if you want to send them to me, you can send them to Rob at Tony Sanders Outdoors. Rob at Tony Sanders Outdoors. I'll be more than happy to get them on the new and improved calendar when we get through this small crisis. All right. A couple minutes left. Anything from your perspective? Great uh, segment earlier. Go back and listen to it on Facebook Live if you want to, and the podcast will be up there probably within a few days. Uh, Rob talking about getting the kids out and what you can do with them. And what was the app that that gentleman said? Picture this. Picture this. Picture this. That's pretty cool. I want to try that. I'm going to have to look for that app. And uh, the app I was using, uh, as soon as I find it, uh, the app that I was using, it's called Track Light. Or I'm sorry, I Track Light. I Track Light. And you can look at. So it takes a picture of. Uh, no, it just gives, oh, it gives you. Okay, cool. It shows the footprints of a lot of animals. You can get the uh, extended version, but right on the front page is a. It shows like I think a raccoon, a beaver. Uh, oh, and then it actually shows. You can look at it, and then it shows actually what a picture would look like actually taken in the woods, right? Or in the in the on the ground or whatever. That's pretty cool. And I think that's you know. And again, take the kids outside right now. Teach them about the outdoors and. I'm, I know I'm stressing this, but I'm going to say it again. Set a good example. Pick up some trash on your way out. Teach them how to be real sportsmen. Yeah. Teach them, and I again, we use the word disparagingly sometimes, teach them to be an environmental environmentalist. Make them environmentally conscious. But you don't have to be an environmentalist wacko. Correct. That's the difference. Well, if they know biology, then they wouldn't be an environmentalist wacko. Like that uh, last year, that... Uh, went turkey hunting and a biologist a biologist who teaches at a college said oh i hope you shouldn't kill turkeys i'm like yeah we should there's there's too many of them we need to manage this species she should know she's a biologist but she's also anti-hunting yeah there you go so logic and common sense will not be tolerated apparently in that department so it was fun it was fun good show today i think so so what are we gonna do next week how are we gonna top it uh I can bring in. I can. We can do fly tying via Facebook. I can bring in my vice, and we can uh, tie along with Rob. NPR on the radio. Yeah, it's got to be entertaining. Oh, it'd be entertaining. There'd be a lot of new words that everybody learned too when I break my thread. We could probably uh, <laughs> talk about the the firearms I'm going to be bidding on today. That'd probably take up a couple hours. <laughs> I would think so. All right. Man, it's been a good show. Thanks so much for pushing our buttons. No problem. Rob, have a good week. You too, sir. Stay tuned. Outside with Cindy is next. Tony Sanders Outdoors. See you next week. Sitting You have been listening to a podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.